What's up, ACL Nation? Welcome back for another episode of Bagging and Bragging. We have three more partner reveals for you guys today. We're also going to talk with, you know, Jaden Ellis about the elite division and then um, some more, I guess, offseason switchings as far as bag companies and sponsorships and partners go. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. At the end of the show, we're going to do our game, top floor bagger, top four bagger, send it aboard it, and then would you rather. Uh, before we get into it, though, Mish, how are things going? How are you feeling? Pretty good, aside from my foot, which is going to be my floor bagger, so I won't get into that, <laughs> that now. But spoiler. it's uh, I know, spoiler alert. My, yeah. Other than that, um, things are good. Can't complain. Yeah, I'm just kind of at that mid-tier right now where it's like I, I got back from the Ohio tournament and I got a couple days like I, I had a calendar laid out and I said okay if I do three things today three things tomorrow three things the next day it's gonna be nice and organized and peaceful and I was like nah I do nothing I, I just <laughs> slept yesterday I watched tv I felt like I ate everything in the house yesterday I just did absolutely nothing productive which is fine I just gotta make up for it the other four days but uh, yeah Tuesday different story here we are getting right into it phone call after phone call after phone call making things happen before we get to october so we'll kind of do a little uh bit of a preview for i guess the opens and the the draft this week on the aco platforms i saw you guys put out your way too early awards um, for the stevies and stuff like that so my my draft talk is coming soon um might do some more reveals on K9 unit, but I don't know. I think for the most part, I'm just kind of chilling before we get to world or the uh, worlds <laughs> before we get to open number one. Yeah. Well, I was also out of town this weekend and the luggage is still sitting right outside this door. Totally intact. I've not touched it. No laundry, nothing. Just, I keep walking by it. I'm like, that should probably be washed. My hamper's overflowing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that will need to happen at some point. I don't know yeah. when. Yeah, I need to start weekend, building my new toy, my my rack for the live feeds. So that's gonna be fun this yeah, week. You got all your toys. Yeah. But it's like so this weekend I have friends coming into town. So I'll be picking them up from the airport and then they'll be here this weekend. So like literally the next few days is what I have to get everything done. But to go into the bragging section, this past weekend I was in Los Angeles, um, where I am from, and I got to see my family and got to go to the Flight Club, which is a cornhole club over in the valley where I'm from, and play in a tournament there. But the most exciting thing was that we saw Ed Sheeran, and he was absolutely incredible. He is what I'm bragging about. If you have the chance to see Ed Sheeran live, I think he's going to be one of those artists that like generations from now, they're going to be like, man, I wish I could have seen Ed. Like, I wish I was around when he was playing live. Like, I think he's going to be one of those artists that transcends generations and that you'll wish you had the chance to be in the room with him when he was um, playing a live show because he was incredible. Yeah, I think that his his story is pretty amazing, for one. And then I like his talent. Like, I, he was on Game of Thrones, which is always a plus for me, one of the best <laughs> shows out there. And it was pretty cool how he did that. And then, like, I like his song with Eminem. I like his own standalone stuff. I mean, I pretty much like everything he does low-key without, you know, losing my man card, but. Did you get to meet him? Uh, no, but it, we were in, like I said, this super small theater. So he did his like big stadium show on Saturday, which was 80,000 people. Oh, but okay. then on Friday night, he did these theater shows, which they only seat 6,000. Um, so there's just no bad seats, you know? So we were just like 
we were 30 rows from the stage. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's, it's, there's no screens or anything. Like you're only seeing him. Um, and it was amazing because it was like he was playing a show in his living room for us. Like he was telling stories and he was joking with us. And um, like every song, he would just tell a story and then play a song and then play it like and sing it incredible. He had a, a band behind him with a string section and keyboard and drums and guitars and bass. And, um, and then he got rid of all of that. And then he just did like his hits where he builds his own songs with the loop yep. pedals. Yep. And he does so fast. I can't believe how fast he builds a song. It's absolutely insane. And then um, he brought the band back out, played a few songs that are on his new album coming out this week, um, and then finished off completely acapella, took his mic off, told everyone in the audience to be quiet, and then just sang acapella like through the state, through the wow. um, speaker. Yeah, his, his loop pedal thing was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, yeah. It, like you said, it happens right there on the spot. It's pretty cool, but. There's one like clip I saw on YouTube. Tracks. Like he builds everything. Yeah. Yeah, there's one clip on YouTube I've seen. Like there people just walking on the street and there's like a I guess a glass door that had curtains behind it. And there's like a really rackety sign that said Ed Sheeran live concert, two dollars. And like <laughs> there's this guy out there trying to push people, like, hey, you want to see Ed Sheeran for two bucks? Come in here, come in here. You're like looking as shysty as can be, you know what I mean? And like yeah, it took him forever to get anyone to actually bite. And then finally somebody paid like two bucks and then they go in the room and like legit it's Ed Sheeran right there singing the concert just for these two people. It's it's pretty cool. I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool of him to do that. But yeah, you should have played the card. Be like, Do you know who I am? I'm the sideline reporter for the ACL. Yeah, I like, could get a one on one. Like yeah. I know. It's hard to believe. I know. Like, why why would I be at your concert? I know. <laughs> right, I know. I took <laughs> had to fight my schedule to get here, but I made it happen. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. I I uh just went to that tournament, had a good time. Always have a lot of fun at these cash tournaments, man. I mean, I, I honestly feel like if I could do 52 cash tournaments a year, it would be amazing. Like the the friendships that I meet along these uh, little trips and stuff like that. The drives we've talked about before, the drives suck. suck. I hate the drives. But whenever I get there and just seeing a lot of people go out of their way to make sure that I'm taken care of and then just very appreciative that I'm there. It's really, really cool. Um, so I got to, got to mingle with a few people, throw some bags for a little bit, had some fun. Um, always have fun with the Michigan folks and then got to meet some new Ohio people, but it's nice to be back home. Uh, I've been kind of bashing on my mom a little bit as far as getting stuff out of this house. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that I'm going to switch it up and brag on her now because I came home and she got a lot of stuff done. So nice. I'm proud of my mom. Yep. She is, uh, getting some of her stuff finally out the door. She came up to me the other day and she's like, I didn't realize how bad my hoarding situation was until I had this picture frame for something that I guess Josh, my brother did when he was like in first grade and the picture frame was broken. It's not even like a fancy picture frame. And she's like trying to figure out how to fix it and save it. And she's like, I realize that's when I have a problem. I'm like, yes, throw stuff away. (laughs) It's going to be okay. (laughs) So all day this morning, I've been moving furniture downstairs. So she still doesn't necessarily understand that we need to get this house to sell it. But, we are making progress. She went through the boxes. She threw some stuff away. So I got to give her credit. Um, Baby steps. Yeah. So that's bragging on her. Um, one thing for me that I'm excited about, Mish, I just got the text message about an hour ago. I'm getting my new couch delivered Ooh. on Saturday. I'm excited. Like there's nowhere to sit here. It's it's basically my bed or this office chair. Um, so, no couch? Um, no, no. Her, she used to sleep on the couch. Like. That was her. Once my dad died, she would only sleep on the couch. She would watch TV on the couch. She would interact with her family on the couch. She would eat on the couch. Like that's all her lifestyle. You know what I mean? But she's like really, really neat. 
which is kind of weird because you think of that lifestyle. You kind of think of somebody that's a slob, but not her. She's just really neat, but she doesn't go anywhere. She doesn't do anything. So whenever I moved her stuff downstairs, like there's nothing upstairs. So (laughs) I was like, okay, if I get a new place, which more than likely I'm end up buying a house, I need a couch. So I got either way. Yeah. Yeah. So I got myself a, uh, it's like a recliner, like a dual seat. Yeah. with With the section in the middle, but it actually rocks. So it's like a rocking recliner dual couch. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. This should be here Saturday. And then um, at that point, I'll actually be able to be like, all right, maybe this house isn't that bad. But Well, having a place to sit comfortably is important. (laughs) Having anything comfortably is important. And right now it's not vibing very well, but um, we'll make it work. As you can tell, I struggle with the lighting, Um, but corn's going to come in town. I don't know. I feel rough with it. I mean, there's some glares on the board behind me over here, and then it's kind of hard to see the logos on the TV. So we got to get the lighting um, situated where I need it to be. But um, after open number one, Corn's flying back here to St. Louis. He's going to hang out with his family, and uh, he's going to come over, and we're going to get this looking nice. And uh, you know, I can't, I can't brag enough on Corn. I feel like we've done it plenty and plenty of times, but he's we have, here. we have a few times, yes. He's always willing to go above and beyond. And it's just really cool to have somebody who just understands and wants the best. So, Yeah, it's true. He sent me the list. And then I said, like, of things, because I said I wanted a better setup. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here's the list of what I recommend. And then I was like, yeah, now just to make it work, because this space for me is dual. So it's yeah. my recording space, my workspace, but it's also my workout space. So I have to have an open space behind me so that I can do my yoga and everything. So he's like, well, if you could just give me the dimensions, I can do like a 3D yeah, like, he, rendering of the space and figure out how to configure. I'm like, who are you? He does all this just out of the kindness of his heart. And it's, it's I know. sickening because I'm like, man, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just like, I don't, I don't even, like, I, I wouldn't even think to do that. I would be like over here with like a piece of paper, like drawing up square for a chair. And like, I think it will work. Like, it's just mind blowing. I'm like, you, you're another level above the way my brain works so he's great shout out corn we love you um all right that is uh it for our bragging section we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into our partner reveals and wrap it up with our games you won't want to miss it so don't go anywhere It is time for our first partner reveal of the show, and it's going to be pretty exciting. We've got Elizabeth Tennyson coming on, so we will uh, bring Elizabeth on now. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hi. What up, what up? Nothing, just excited to get this news out here. Yeah, I bet. There was some big news that dropped the other day from Mr. Wally himself. Yes, I'm part of the K9 unit for this season. Hey, let's go. Yeah, we got Very a solid exciting. squad. I'm excited. She is, uh, she's she's going to become, in my opinion, one of these top eight females. She fell a little bit short of those uh, shootout numbers last year. And I guess I'm kind of mixing up the shootout format this year. But um, I think she's one of the front-running females. So I'm happy to have her on the squad. Thank Very you. cool. So, Elizabeth, how would you kind of recap your uh, last season? So last season was my rookie season. And I think I had a pretty good season for myself. Um, Doubles, I finished pretty well, I think, for having a last-minute partner change after the first national. Um, I changed changed to somebody, you know, more local to me, somebody that I knew. We had a similar bag style. Uh, Singles, I ended up in the top eight females at the end of the season, so I did play in the Pro Invitational. 
Um, I did fall short of a shootout. I made the finals against Lori Duell. So I do have more goals for myself this season. But other than that, I think I had a pretty good rookie season. Yeah, and one of those goals is going to be to sign up on time for these shootouts now because <laughs> it's not fun to drive all the way out to a tournament and not be able to play in it. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I was We're in every talk about event that. besides the shootout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was what, Minnesota? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. She's like, just get to watch. But anyway, yeah, you had a great rookie season, I think. Um, like I said, you came on my radar at the end of the Worlds before that. And then last season, you know, throughout the season, you kind of almost seemed like you were just part of the pro circuit, like you've been there for a while. You didn't really seem like a rookie to me. You made it on the broadcast in Dallas, and you didn't look nervous at all. That's one of the things that stood out to me. Um, your rookie season, though, do you think it went how you expected it? Or are you nervous? Were you nervous? Um, I was definitely nervous going into it. And I think the more events that I played in, so I traveled a lot. I went to a lot of opens, a lot of shootouts, the nationals. I think after each event, I just got less and less nervous. And after the first broadcast, I think I told myself, like, you know, it's just a game. Like, you can do it. It's just going to come natural. Yeah, you did well on the broadcast. Um, I mean, it's one thing to make it to the bright lights, but to be able to perform well. Um, it was something that you did accomplish. So I think that that's a huge right step in the direction that you're trying to go there. But um, looking forward to next season. So without uh, making us wait too much longer, why don't you tell us who you'll be throwing with? So um, I made a lot of changes, I think, this season, just like a lot of people. Um, I've changed partners and I've changed bag companies as well. Uh, this person, we became friends this season. Um, every time I went to an event, I always found this person, you know, throwing on the boards by themselves. And I was like, man, I was like, I don't know if they want to be alone or if they want company. So I kind of just like went over there and asked if I could throw with them. And it made me better, honestly. It helped me like lock in a little bit for that event. So I'm excited to throw with this person this season because it's going to be good and I'm comfortable and we're friends on and off the boards. Was it? Was it? Was it? Who is I'll it? be throwing for this first season. I'll be throwing with Sarah Cassidy. All right, <laughs> welcome, Sarah. Hi, guys. What's up, Sarah? How you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So, Elizabeth, there you go, attaching yourself to one of the up, I guess, upper echelon ladies in the female division. I mean, Sarah, how long have you been pro now? Is it three years? Four? Uh, I'll be going into my fourth year as a pro. Into the fourth year. Okay, so I'm sure Elizabeth can pick a lot from your brain, but kind of recap your season. How do you think last year went for you? Uh, last season didn't go as I wanted it to. I mean, uh, this season I kind of, well, last season I kind of focused on um, nerves because uh, going in two seasons ago, I could, I found the confidence. I was just trying to work on my nerves. So this year I definitely worked on my nerves more but this season or last season my bad wasn't as i expected i kind of had a lot of travel issues going yeah. last season so i don't want that to be the excuse but you just had to be on your a game or a game plus game last season because you could be on your a game but it just wasn't enough so i finished i think ranked 120 in pro singles and then um I was ranked in pro doubles, uh, 48, ranked 48. Yeah. I'll say in Florida, everybody in Florida had travel issues. I mean, it seems like yeah. you guys couldn't get anywhere on time. Oh, no. Every, I think every 
tournament I went to was a travel issue. I think the worst was probably it was the last national. It was in Michigan, and um, we had a connecting flight in Tennessee from Florida, and we couldn't land in Tennessee because um, there was a weather issue. So we had to go back to Georgia, land there for an hour, go back to Tennessee. Our connecting flight left us. And then they said the next flight wasn't until Saturday. And I was like, uh, no, this cannot be happening. So we ended up, me and my boyfriend got a rental car and drove from Tennessee to Michigan. <laughs> was And then I got there, at, I think it was 7.30 Friday morning. And that's when team events started at 9 o'clock. And it was exhausting. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah, that's obviously not an ideal way to start off your most important pro event you know the nationals not much you can do about that <laughs> i guess but but hope for better luck i guess um but no i really like this pairing i think this is great um you both came from uh different bag companies in the previous season so uh, who will you be throwing with this coming season uh so we had a little bumps in the road as we were deciding this uh, i think we first came about uh we both got tagged together in a comment saying, you know, we are both looking for partners. So then we started messaging on the side. And as you said, we both come from different bag companies. And so we tried that out. But I think, you know, sometimes some things fall apart for better things to come through. So this season we'll be throwing with BG. BG. Yay. All right. All right. Oh. I'm like the only person on the planet doesn't have a BG shirt. So come on, Rich. <laughs> I have to, I to reach out to you. Wearing it. I didn't know, actually, didn't know that was your bad company, but yeah, you uh, matched that. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I like it. Now, this season, too, you guys, I believe they're bringing back women's doubles. Are you guys doing women's doubles together or looking elsewhere for that, or do you guys have plans yet? So, we actually decided on women doubles partners before confirming with each other. Okay. So, we have separate women doubles partners. I like that. I like that better. I think it's going to be just more and more reps that you guys are going to have on the boards. And I think it's going to translate into having success. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Thank Absolutely. You. Well, thank you guys for joining us and we wish you all the luck this season and uh, yeah, get out there and, and rep in the BG. We love it. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, good luck, ladies. Welcome back. We have another partner reveal for you. Uh, this time we are going to bring on Jaden Ellis. Jaden, welcome to the show. What's up? What up, brother? Welcome in. Nothing much. Man, look at all them trophies in the background. Woo-wee! <laughs> got room for more? Oh, yeah. I got this hole all over here. You guys can't see it. It's waiting for more wins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so Jaden Ellis, in case you guys don't know, one of the best talents in the country. Unfortunately, just a little bit too young on age. That's why he's not going to make it into the pro division this season. But I think he is uh, a front runner for amateur player of the year. Um, Jaden Ellis, how are things going, man? How are you? How was this offseason for you? Because I know it's pretty stressful. You're always kind of hitting me up, making sure that the rules haven't changed and you could sneak in or all that stuff. But what's your stress level like? Um, It was mainly looking at because my junior year of high school so i'm just trying to make sure i can just stay up with all my classes and still be the best education level that i can be at so i was just making sure before i accepted any elite level or anything that i'm going to be able to do it 
and stay my best at Cornell and school. Because if I'm not going to give my full effort, I don't want to do both of them. So I had to make sure everything's going to work out with school and everything. And um, I had to talk with my counselor and my teachers, and we're going to try and make everything work out. That's a, that's a really good perspective to have. And I, I like that you're prioritizing that. And then if you're, if you're anything like Kayla Batson, the minute you graduate, <laughs> it's going to get even crazier in oh, terms yeah. of your talent. Because we saw like such a shift for him. He's like, oh yeah, now I don't have school. So it's just full-time cornhole. Um, but the level that you're at, even in school is already impressive. For sure. That's my uh, plan. If I can just graduate and then I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make a full living off Cornhole. I mean, I wish, I hope I do. But if I don't, I just want to have like a job where I can work part-time and then be able to play Cornhole. That'd be, that'd be a dream. Yeah. So for me, you kind of came on the radar when we played against each other in Iowa in rounders. Um, oh. Before that, man, I think you're kind of just hidden a little bit. I seen you around, but I think at that Iowa open, you just really elevated your game, taking out Mark Richards and some of the other players there. I dubbed you the giant killer, and you really haven't looked back from that moment. So was I just late to the party, or did everything just kind of click at that time? Uh, no, to be honest, you weren't really late. That was, I mean, I played in previous opens, but I didn't do much better than one and two or even two and two. Like, I just, after you called me that giant killer and I beat Mark Richards, I knew that I had it in me. So then after that, I started playing, practicing, not even going to blind draws, just practicing four or five hours a day, just trying to put in the work. This worked. Look, Wally, you you sparked something. <laughs> I, I I fix people, Mish. They, I've been trying to tell people they just don't listen. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, Jen, don't don't keep us waiting any longer. Let us know who you're gonna be playing with. All right. So my partner this year, I've not played a single event with him. I've never played with him, and I only met him about a month ago at the Throwdown. But this year, I'll be playing with Spencer Fabianar. Oh, Spencer right. Fabianar, but. <laughs> I was going to say, did I mess it up? <laughs> no, I know. I was like, you <laughs> Oh, my bad. No, you're all good. You're all good. Put that on the list of things you guys can work on throughout the season. But awesome, man. I, I love this pairing, Mish. Two, two young guns, both coming up through the ranks at the same time. Spencer came close multiple times to making the Pro Division as well. So, I mean, they both kind of have, you know, chips on their shoulders and ready to get at this season. So, congrats, Spence. Hell, yeah. Spencer, you are you – under 18 remind me i i am under 18 but my birthday was like at the cutoff to where i could play in the qualifiers but my birthday is in like a month so okay so i graduated high school so yeah got it okay got it very cool so cornhole is mostly what you're spending your time doing at this point then yeah basically i got like a part-time job just so like for the weeks and then on weekends i can do my traveling and use that job money to pay for all the stuff you know so yeah are they uh supportive nice. of it who oh my, my job, job supportive of the cornhole lifestyle the funny thing is is literally the owner of my job plays cornhole so like he kind of just <laughs> he knows about it so it's pretty cool it's very supportive and chill so that's nice. the idea yeah. so we got kind that's of a unique dream. situation here mish with all our other partner reveals we got two players right here sponsored by different companies i guess you yep. can tell we got ultra there and then we got brotherhood bags so brotherhood is a new company coming out, Spencer. You're obviously going to be one of their top tier players, man. How do you feel, or, or put it this way, do you feel the pressure of trying to grow that company, you know, with them putting you on your back? I okay, in a way, I don't because I have so much faith in the company that, like, I feel like this is going to be Brotherhood's year. I uh, for just I just have that feeling, you know, like 
I feel like the he's been sponsoring bigger players. Like, for example, Frank Verona, like he's a big player, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I feel like it's going to grow throughout all the opens and stuff. People are going to see some podiums out of some brotherhood players. So I, feel, I have some good faith. I do feel a little bit of pressure, but not as much as you would think. So, so how does that work? Yeah, how does that work with the two different uh, back sponsors? So, like, for this season, me and Jaden are going to be throwing his Viper R's. But, like, singles, I'm going to be throwing uh, all Brotherhood. Like, so it, it's just, like, almost like a single sponsorship. But, like, at the same time, we're, like, going to rep. I'm going to throw Ultra and Double. So it's, I don't know. All the singles yeah. events are going to be Brotherhood bags. Work together. They'll make it work. They'll make it work. But, yeah, two young yeah. teams. Two youngins coming up. So as far as, you know, we were talking about Jaden's schooling and how he wants that. You said you're done with school, right? Yeah, I graduated last year. So what are the travel plans for you two? Are you guys planning on traveling to a lot of opens or are you just kind of waiting to see um, how things go? Uh, I'm actually planning on going to all of the opens. So I, I got I got nothing going on on weekends, so might as well make the most of the season. So I'm going to be going to all, all of them. Awesome. I'm I'm planning on going to like around twelve opens, so just okay. the unnecessary that are like really far away. I might not go to, but I'm gonna <laughs> things I can. That's good. I think that this is a very strong team. I look forward to watching it. I think that uh, Spencer's smart to get to as many opens as you can, since you are gonna be, you know, at that age that you can be part of the pro division easily. You don't have to qualify for the U18 spots. Um, and what a great foundation to build this for you guys to potentially be a pro partner team going into next season, should you both make it, um, already building on that chemistry. I mean, I'd, I'd be down, but, like, I, I didn't even, like, think about it like that, you know, because me and Jaden have never played a tournament together. Like, we've never played together, but we just met at Spencer McKenzie's. We've seen each other at Worlds. Like, we are like, hey, we should just partner for the lead division. We take it down, you know, like – like you said, two top like level players. Like let's let's make it happen, you know, like non pros. Well, I mean, I'm excited for this pairing, and I guess I'm gonna go ahead and do a little surprise here, Mish. I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Um, I'm going to announce right here on this show that Jaden Ellis will be the first K9 unit amateur player sponsor this season. Whoa. So there Congrats. you go. Congratulations, Jaden. See you at Open Number One, brother. Let's go. That's very exciting. Well, congrats to both of you. We look forward. We definitely look forward to watching you. This is going to be a fun team um, and wish you all the luck this season. Thank you. Welcome back to another partner reveal here on Baggin and Braggin. And I think we were talking, Wally, this might be uh, kind of the crescendo of our uh, partner reveals for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, going out with a bang, literally the bang. All right, going out with a bang. So um, we're going to bring uh, Matt Guy on for our partner reveal. So welcome, Matt. Hey, hello. How you doing today? What's up, Matt? Love the green screen you got there. Yeah, this is my kitchen wall. It is a green screen. Yeah, you might be able to actually use that as a green screen. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, Matt, um, talk to us a little bit about how you feel like uh, last season kind of rounded out for you. Uh, last season, nah. I mean, I was definitely a meh in my world. You know what I mean? I was, I, I played good. I felt like I played good all year, but literally, I got everybody's best shot 
sometimes it seemed like it didn't matter how good I threw, I was still getting beat. Just the life of the goat, I guess they would say, right? <laughs> everybody, wants, that, everybody wants to take you down, so you get their best shot. You get that quite a yeah. bit. Do you feel like uh, it's an honor, or do you feel like it's a curse? Uh, both. Definitely both. <laughs> I mean, definitely definitely an honor to get that. And, I mean, and again, it is what it is. As long as I feel like I play good, I just, you know, if they beat me when I'm playing good, I just tip my hat and, and move on to the next. It's, you know, it's the days I don't play good. That's when – the frustration really shows, but as long as I stay the course and play good, good things will happen. So I'm just looking forward to another new year and uh, keep putting them in the hole and they got to beat me. So that's the plan. I think that there was even a stat, wasn't there? Like that everyone throws like their highest PPR against you. Oh yeah. It's insane. Like there was one tournament where literally my opponent's average was the second highest PPR of the tournament besides mine. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous make it, it was like hard. it was like a 10 it was like a 10 to 6 opponent average for the whole tournament it's, like, it's crazy <laughs> figure now you <laughs> you have that Go ahead, Mish, sorry i was just gonna say you have that side airmail game and there have been some people that have said you need to add in additional shots or you know the five tool players is what wins uh, matches and tournaments now how do you feel about that sort of philosophy of having more shots in your arsenal um maybe working on some new shots here coming up soon haven't started yet just because i've been so busy at work i really haven't been practicing hardly at any but i'm definitely um maybe going to lean on my new partner this year a little bit to maybe try to teach me how to start rolling and blocking a little bit so that could be coming soon we'll see sounds scary doesn't it <laughs> yeah a mat guy i might guy i might even in. i might even look for a six tool who knows <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But one thing I did kind of notice a little bit last year, and I wanted to talk to you about it, is whether it's intentional or not, but I kind of felt like you started blocking and playing a little bit more of a strategic game last year. Was that, you know, Jamie trying to kind of tone you down a little bit, or is that something you consciously put into your own game? No, honestly, I mean, there might have been a game here or there where somebody was hot, so I'm like, okay, I got to try to do something, but no, like last year, year before, if you see me blocking, pretty much that was just the board sticky and the bag didn't slide in the hole like it should have. That's pretty much the way that goes because I literally am trying to make every bag I throw in the hole. If I do that, you got to beat me. So, you know, when my bag is stopping in front of the hole now, it's just sticky boards. It wasn't – more than likely it was not planned to block, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, we are excited to uh, hear about your next season coming up and um, how that's going to play out with your new partner. So can you tell us who you'll be playing with? Yeah, it's going to be going to be a little different next year. Um, obviously, you know, everybody knows that, that Jamie has moved on. He's um, not with Fire anymore and he's playing with Frank. So I've decided, you know what, I'm going to bring this guy in to yes, play sir. with to play with me. Yes, so. Sir. Um, Guy Nation, where are we at here? Which way? That way. There we go. Guy Nation back. is officially back together in 2024, and we're going to see what kind of ways we can make as father son. Looking forward to it. Definitely. I I love that, and I think that's you know I think most people assumed that, but it's it's nice to have it on record, and you know I don't think every father son duo works like energetically. Like, why do you think that this is? Um, a good pairing for you guys. 
Uh, it's just the different chemistry that we bring together. I mean, when we play together, there's like a different, different feel in the atmosphere, I feel like. It's just that different emotions. And we click off of each other. We feed off each other's emotions. It's just different. We just have that connection. Yep, and that goes, and that goes two ways, too. So we can feed off of each other, and we can get highly pissed at each other, too. So, I mean, we're father-son. That's just the way it is, right? So I was going to touch base on that part of it because <laughs> yeah. there's so, times you – know, there's times where you guys say something without saying something. You, oh, you get the, without, you get the Matt a, guy father doubt. stare down to Brett. Brett don't even need yeah. to do, look at him again for another ten minutes. Nope. He knows yeah, exactly man. what you're thinking the rest of the game. So. And then five I minutes like later, we'll and then five minutes later we'll be going to grab a beer. That's just that's just the way it is. It's it's father son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. There's no hard feelings. It's competition. Everybody's emotions come out, so it's good. It's yeah. bad, but but the good emotions like. Like, I'll go back to 2017 when me and him won the ACL Doubles World Championships. Dude, I cried like a baby. I just became a world champion with my son as a partner. I mean, there's no greater feeling I can think of than that. It's just, it's incredible. So there's definitely highs and there's definitely lows being a father-son team. But we've we've done it for many, many years, and we're going to keep on doing it. It's going to be fun. Looking forward. I honestly awesome. think that we get the best out of both of you guys. This way. I mean, yeah, Brett had a success with Eric in the shootout, and Matt, you had some success at the national level with Jamie. But at the same time, I feel like there's just a better version of you guys thrown together. I mean, the excitement, the highlight reels that you guys put together, and the excitement you feed off of each other is something I really haven't seen in years. Ever since, what was that, eight-point round or whatever with that air mill? Yeah, I still oh, see yeah. that highlight on a regular basis. And there's no one else walking around the court putting their whole body into it like you guys are man so oh, i think yeah. it's better for the sport if you guys are back oh, yeah. i love yeah, it yeah we we get very emotional when it comes to cornhole sure absolutely and, and you know and and like you touched on it i mean me and jamie had a lot of success together as a team um we won i was a four or five nationals i think in two years that we won and we won shootouts and him and eric and their shootout series and their wins and i mean both teams were great they had great wins very successful but you know it's, you know, time time rolls on and things move on and we're back together. And, man, just very much looking forward to it. And thank you to Fire Cornhole for keeping us around. They're, uh, we're still going to be with Fire. We're still going to be with Brunt. Still going to be with Brunt Pure Sports. So all of our sponsors are excited about us getting back together and hopefully do some good things for them and bring them a lot of television notoriety. That's, that's the goal. Take care that's of our awesome. sponsors. That's what I was wondering because the fire uh, team has been very quiet. Like we haven't heard anything out of that uh, world over there. I wasn't even sure if you guys were even still with fire. So you are staying with fire cornhole. Are we going to be hearing uh, some more team reveals from this bad company or is it just you guys? Uh, right now, all I know is it's just us. I know he's talking to Kaylee, TP and Eric, but as a plan, I have no idea what he's doing. The only ones that I know that are our sign are me and him. Wow. Yep, and, and Jason pretty much told me he was waiting on us to kind of see yeah. what we were going to do so he could, you know, know how much more marketing dollars he had to put towards other teams. So he was kind of waiting on us. But, I mean, it was – I mean, there's it's no secret that bad companies are pulling back because they really weren't making money. I mean, everybody knows it. Yeah. So bad companies are definitely pulling sponsorships back. So um, I'm just – all I can say is I'm very grateful to Fire Cornell for – wanting to keep us around and i hope and i hope it works out well for us and them and everybody involved and i know we're going to give it our best shot 
Yeah, so uh, real quick, let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, Brett, you guys lost Aaron Rodgers week one. Four seconds in. The Bengals right now, Matt, are terrible. Are you guys just getting away from football right now and going full focus on cornhole? Are you guys interested in football anymore at all? No, we still do this football bets on underdog, <laughs> DraftKings. We still do it all. We're in a pick em league that we're still rolling in. So even though we did lose Aaron Rodgers, I expected him the losing, but not this early. But <laughs> it happens. Injuries happen. Yeah, well, speaking of picks, who you guys uh, who you guys taking number one in the draft? Give us some inside information. We've got 30 seconds left. Come on. Man, I wish I had an answer for that, but I've got a lot of work to do between now and next. I've been so busy at my real job that I have no clue. I wish I could give you an answer to that because i got a lot of work to do on that this coming weekend to start working on that. <laughs> oh, man. I tried. I tried. Man. I would, hey, if I knew, brother, I'd slide it to you. You know me. I don't care, but I just don't know yet because I haven't I looked. I totally believe that. I remember last season, the same thing. You were like, man, this is a lot of work. But uh, we appreciate you guys coming on and sharing uh, this time with us and wish you all the luck this season. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for having yep. us. Thanks for having us on. Always appreciate it. And, yep, we'll be seeing you out there on the courts for sure. Yeah. Good luck, boys. Welcome back, everyone. We are ready to do our games. Um, so we're going to do our top floor bagger and four bagger, send it or board it. And would you rather, Wally, are you ready? Uh, so, so this won't be my best ones, but yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I took notes. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a weird way to start it, but okay. Um, <laughs> you feel the hype? I just built so much go. hype and excitement from our viewers right there. So much hype. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can hardly contain themselves. I would agree. <laughs> All right. So, floor bagger, what do you got? Floor, you said? Floor, yeah. Okay, floor. So, um, probably going to get a lot of backlash from the people in charge here, but I, I don't uh -oh. know. I feel weird about only doing five or six rounds or whatever it is for the draft. Like, I, I'm so torn on it. I, I know there's no way that we can do more. It's just way too many moving pieces, too much logistics, not enough time to make everything happen. Um, but I just feel like it'd be really, really cool if everybody had their moment to shine on the stage, even if it was like the very last round of the pick or, or very last pick of the draft, you know, if they had that recorded somehow or something like that. So I don't know if there's any way to go live on like K9 unit or do something special or separate, but I mean, I don't know. It feels, it feels so empty with it. I don't know. How do you feel? I mean, the NFL draft goes on for days and I find it incredibly <laughs> boring. Uh, Nick always has it on. He looks forward yeah. to it. And I am like, I could do without this. So I think I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I you, find the draft, you mentioned that before. You mentioned that before. Yeah, I find the draft to be not so entertaining. Now, I will say that I feel like the NFL draft, like right when it starts, it's exciting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, here we go. And they do like intros and it gets, it, and then it's just like, I think boring. So. I can see why for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely understand it. I just feel you'd you know, have to turn it into like a to do of some kind. Like you'd have to make it exciting to watch. And I don't have the answer to how you do that. I just, yeah, I have no idea either. Yeah, but, I don't know. That's my floor bagger. What you got? <laughs> you know, what would be cool is if it's happening. Like uh, if we like, for example, filmed the um, rookie combine the showcase and then that was happening like in the background and then it was it could like cut to 
So there's like something exciting happening, but then it's like, oh, look what's happening over here. Like, let's show this. You know, so, like, so it's kind of a simultaneous thing. That's the only way I can see. Uh, like, yeah, but anyways, like, like if you see a rookie get drafted, they like run up the stairs or something. <laughs> like run over to the yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's not uh, possible logistically, but that's yeah. like the only thing that would be like entertaining. I would think. Yeah. Uh, my floor bagger is my foot, <laughs> so it got stepped on. 10 days ago and I figured it'd just be a bruise and I could move on but here we are and it still hurts and I still can't walk on it and it's still all black and blue and so today I went to urgent care and got x-rays and so I don't know the results but I'm annoyed because I think if it's what I think it is and it's broken I'll have to be in a boot and I feel like I'd have to be in a boot at the draft <laughs> so oh, that's unfortunate. they make a high heel boot <laughs> Or maybe like, reach out to Hey Dudes and have Hey Dudes like make a custom boot for you. <laughs> I don't know. And then what if they put me on crutches? I mean, how's that going to work logistically? I just, I, I, how do you roll a rolling luggage? I don't, all of the questions. I'm just like, geez, this is crazy. My foot got stepped on. It should not be this big of a deal. But Where did it get stepped alas, on at? And, and how big was this person that stepped on you? So it was at the pool, so everybody's barefoot, and it was my father-in-law, and he kind of, like, stepped, but, like, it caused him to, like, lose his balance, so he's, like, uh, all weight on worse. my foot, on like, on, like, the pinky part of my foot, like, on the top of the foot, pinky, like, that really yeah. delicate, so it's just, yeah, it's pinky not toe ideal. toe down. Mm -hmm. Poor me. All right. Poor me. bagger. Four bagger for me is uh, all the tournament directors across the country. I don't feel like they get enough credit for what they do. It is a lot of work. Just got back from the tournament, um, the Battle of the Teams with Kimberly Glass. We've had her on the show talking about it. She was really excited for this tournament. There are, of course, a lot of hiccups that happened, some things out of her control that happened, and you pretty much get this every tournament. Um, some directors are better at covering things up than other directors, but regardless, we all go through the stresses and the headaches. To be honest with you, I moved away from St. Louis to Kansas City because I was just done. I could not put the effort that's involved in making these tournaments run smoothly again as you know, as much as I wanted to. I wanted to put everything that I had into it. Things just happen, and uh, I think that we need to give the directors a little bit of credit for everything that they do because a lot of sacrifices go into it, and sometimes it gets overlooked. It's true. It's so much work and it's a lot of moving parts and it's event planning and it's event management. And <laughs> that's not even counting the like logistics of the tournament. That's just running a big event. Um, so I couldn't agree more. Um, my four bagger are the, the uh, two early award predictions. I think that's so fun. They just posted uh, me, Jeff and Bernie's um, two early predictions and it's fun to see everyone's thoughts and where they think we're totally wrong and where they think we're right and have the pros share it. And I think it's a fun time. And we've got some other fun, fun ones coming up for you and Trey and Anthony as well. Yeah, we'll be doing the uh, first round of the draft. One thing I found interesting with yours, you got your usual suspects with the rookie of the year. You guys all on Sammy Soto. Uh, he yeah. shared it and I just commented on his post. I was like, hi, my name is Added Pressure. Can I hang out with you for a whole season? And it's like... <laughs> It's like you got so I many good rookies going into it. I can't remember who I did last year. I, I can probably find it. Mm -hmm. um, who I rec who I, did we all pick the same rookie of the year last year? I don't think so. I think Trey picked Logan. 
don't know if someone I yeah. maybe I picked Ryan Greenfield. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember that far ago. I mean, I, I I do think that you guys are all right on track. I think the same question mark with these mixed pairings. Um doesn't matter who you're looking at, whether it's Mark and Tony or whether it's Devin and Kyle or whatever, like the questions are all the same for whichever pairing mm-hmm. that we're looking at. All right, send it or board it. All right, send it or board it. So uh, bear with me here. So you're a new cornhole company, and you want to be advertised on the main stage for the ACL Opens, right? So you reach out to Wally Kassler because you're wanting to get your company out there. Do you, A, or B, I guess, kind of would you rather, but do you send it with like a small package or do you go with like a big package and get the whole open sponsorship? So send it or board it. Does that make sense? Uh- Oh, like you mean how much? How like are you going to send it on the grand package? Yeah, take the risk. Um, so I'm a risk taker, so I probably would. That's kind of how I operate in business. Um, however, I'm not a big fan of of big overheads, so I, it would depend on whether I really thought the ROI would be there. But if I thought there'd be an ROI, or if I need major, massive brand acknowledgement, like if nobody mm-hmm. knew my brand, then I would say that I would do. That, that that would come back because now everyone knows who I am. Um, you know, that was like a big thing with Girl Store 2. Like I was like, I'm not going to pay for X, Y, and Z because I already have brand. Um, like people know our brand. Yeah. So there's no point of investing any money in that. But if people didn't know my brand, then absolutely send it. Yeah, I'm sending it the whole off Mine- I'm sending it here too. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is, okay, if you were a broadcaster and one of our pro players was dating Taylor Swift, would you talk more about Taylor Swift than the actual pro player on the court on the broadcast? I'm bored in this one. No, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to focus on the game and better my craft at that. I mean, unless I am a football commentator who also happens to be heavily involved in the music world, uh, then, yeah, I'm just boarding. I'm talking about football. People want to watch football. They don't care. Although I did see a lot of TikToks about these little girls who probably have no idea what a first down is, getting crazy with Taylor Swift being shown for two seconds. Who watched? It. Who watched their first official NFL game? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I saw a picture. Somebody was like Taylor, or uh, Travis Kelsey's ex girlfriend got him looking like one of these homies you want to hang out with, but Taylor Swift got him looking like the cop with his mustache. <laughs> I saw that one too. That's oh, good man. stuff. All right, would you rather? All right, you go first. Uh, spend okay. So this is I sh- should preface because I'm planning next year's women's cornhole retreat. So uh, I pretend you're a female, or that I'm planning a men's one. Would you rather spend less money on a cornhole retreat, but you get less amenities, or would you rather spend all the money on the retreat, get all the things, knowing it's just a once a year thing that you do? Send it. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. spend money again. Yeah, I, I'm all about it right now. And, and one thing I've realized by kind of adapting this mentality is, I guess, scared money don't make money, but also you, you are what you put out. And if you put out money like you're successful, usually it comes back as successful. It's, it, I call it boomerang money. Whatever you throw back out there and yeah. however much you put into it, more than likely you're going to get back in return. So, yeah, yeah. I, I like that one. All right. Um, yeah. So here's my – you're the same. So you're sending it or I guess spending it. <laughs> All right, so (laughs) spend it or board it. Now, um, (laughs) my would you rather is for our show, Mish. 
All right. So okay. next week, do you want to rather have a show or no? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a week off. No. So I have a few more partner reveals lined up for us if we want okay. them. So would you rather do more interviews and partner reveals? Or would you kind of like to have a little fictional fun day where we can just kind of be loose, laid back, and talk about what we would do if we were team captains and then maybe make some like fictitious trades or stuff like that? Well, the partner reveals are little to no work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they have a lot more fun. So I could go either way. Okay, first of all, if you're not going to allow Anthony and Trey to do this on Around the ACL, <laughs> I'm not going to let no, you this do is it not here. By yourself. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a would you rather. It's not would you choose both. Um, no, I think it's I think it'd be fun to switch it up. I mean, I less work sounds nice, but I think it it'd be more fun to do something different. Yeah, I think the grand finale with the goat was a good way to send us off into it, but I got some trade ideas that I'm in my head. I'm sitting here trying to do my list of, you know, how the first round's going to go. And I'm like, man, if this guy would trade up to this team over here, like this could be cool. And then this team benefits too. And I'm like, I, I like it. So I want the, I just want the draft to be spicy. Let's spice it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. That's all we got time for. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you all next time.